0: Time to go along to talk about some big ideas and radical thinking. Daniel McLaughlin is with us in the studio. Good good morning. Good morning. Now, um, we're going to talk about Judith Butler. And I know that the very name will be um, getting some people reaching for their cell phones to start texting us in full block capitals. Of course, you're always welcome to do that uh, if you'd like to. We do love getting your facaro. But let's have the corero, Daniel, because um, Judith Butler is divisive, controversial, shall we say?
1: They are. So um, Butler, just to introduce them, is a professor of literary theory at Berkeley University. Uh, um, they identify as non-binary, so they have they, them pronouns. They don't see themselves as a man or a woman, although they you know, were assigned female at birth is the, the um, way they would describe it. And they're really the most important thinker to introduce all of these ideas into mm. the discourse. So I was at my daughter's school the other day and there are big signs up everywhere saying we, um, all genders are valid mm. and like it's something that wouldn't have been there 10 years ago I think, the idea that there are all genders instead of just two of them mm. and there are various thinkers that have been you know, doing work in this space but Butler is by far the most influential and the mm. most important and like you said the most divisive because the, the idea is is very radical and it gets some people really angry because it's, it's philosophically abstract and they just have no idea what's going on in society <laughs> and what people are talking about.
0: So I suppose um, where, do you encou- where did you recently encounter it um, in New Zealand?
1: So I was at um, – during the election campaign – I was at um, Meet the Candidates evening in, in Arrow Valley. And this is a very, very genial event. And the, the politicians get soaked with water pistols mm. if they talk for too long, which they always do. <laughs> and so it's it's just really friendly, it's really informal. And then halfway through, someone asks this question um, Are the candidates going to make keep women safe by making sure that men can't compete in, in women's sports? Mm. And that's a question about transgender rights. Should trans women, uh, you know, w- trans women who are assigned male at birth, Be competing in women's sports categories. And it's this created pandemonium and people on their feet screaming and yelling. And so it's suddenly something that is very friendly and genial becomes very, very intense and uh, sort of charged almost with violence. And the the New Zealand first candidate said, Yes, we will definitely do that. And all the other, all the left wing candidates said, You can't even ask that question. You can't say that. Mm. And so that's the kind of response that Butler's ideas generate because it's a very. Butlerian project to decide there shouldn't be women's sports because to accept the idea is to accept the idea that there is such a thing as woman, which is they feel just a, a category error
0: okay so talk us through it what does Judith Butler believe what is the 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 main planks?
1: So imagine, this is the best analogy I could come up with. Imagine we go along to a factory that produces cars, like lots of different makes of cars, lots of different models and I say there are two types of cars, the red cars which are fast and the non-red cars which aren't as fast. You would say that's completely ridiculous, that's just a story that you've made up. I mean,
0: I don't know, I do have a thing about red cars, but anyway, yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: And so that's what Butler thinks that we do with sex and gender, that when babies are born, we look at their bodies, and we look at these sort of, you know, um, some of the qualities of their bodies, their genitals, and then we start making stories up about them, saying this person fits into this category, and this person fits into that category, and they're men, and they're women, and we, we teach them how to perform gender, as Butler's phrase. So we say, because we've put you into this category, you have to act this way. We're going to give you a name with a vowel at the end. You're going to have to wear makeup when you grow up, and wear certain clothes, and do certain jobs, and, and this is the kind of games you're going to play with your friends. And then so it's um,
0: all performance. Basically. Well that's
1: that's what she would say, yeah. And then and then we step back and we say, ah, look how different men and women are from each other and how natural this is. Mm. And so that's for Butler, that's the crucial move that there's something that is intensely socially conditioned, but then pretends that it's completely natural.
0: Okay. So where does the criticism come from? Why do, Why is this controversial?
1: Okay, so what Butler when Butler first starts to publish these ideas in the early 1990s, they're a lot more, more aggressive about attacking feminism as it then existed because Butler thinks that feminists are making this mistake of believing there is such a thing as a woman and that creates the conditions of their own oppression. They're buying into this gender binary. They're saying, yes, this is a real category, and so we have to kind of accept in some way these roles that have been placed on us. So this brings her into conflict with lots and lots of what I'm just going to call orthodox feminists. Um, Martha Nussbaum was the most important, who wrote this very scathing critique of Butler, and they say that for women to be kind of free from patriarchal oppression, you have to accept that they exist. And if you don't, if you, as Nussbaum would put it, pretend that you don't, you are indifferent to the suffering of ordinary women. You're playing a kind of language game. You're sort of pretending that this thing, which is quite real, is not, and that that sort of leaves you indifferent to the, the original mm. problems that feminism was supposed to. And Butler Butler wins this debate so comprehensively that you don't really have women's studies departments at universities anymore. They sort of close down over about a 15, 20-year period and become gender theory or gender and sexuality or queer theory departments. And it sort of becomes impossible to disagree with a lot of Butler's ideas in an academic setting.
0: But Judith Butler does still describe herself as a feminist.
1: Back then, no, but now yes. But now, yes. yeah, yeah. Mm. So, and this is another criticism sometimes made of Butler is that they're a very clever, I mean they're a very clever politician as well as an activist, that mm. they tend to shift their position in ways that make it hard to disagree with them or critique them or sort of rewrite what they've said. Um, mm. yeah.
0: And so of course more recently this has um, butted heads, shall we say, with the turf movement. Yeah, And a lot of people have a problem with that, but it is a descriptor, as I understand it. I
1: think so i don't know what we're supposed to call them, so I just use turf, but yeah, so and this is too this is an incredibly weird alli- political alliance of the kind of orthodox feminists that I was talking about before um, and mm. conservatives essentially who are mm. opposed to just sort of transgender activism in general, and so because the you know the enemy of my enemy is my friend, you get this this sort of political alliance that is opposed to um, transgender rights in general but you know, especially on the sort of orthodox feminist side, attacking Butler's ideas and Butler's ideas do naturally. So for, I'll give you an example. In mm. the UK, there's a controversy um, about defunding women's refuges, which are not trans inclusionary. So if you have a woman's refuge and they say, no, we don't want trans women here because we consider the men. Uh, if you buy into Butler's ideas, it's an important project to shut that down because, again, it's reifying this gender binary. It's cr- mm-hmm. it's causing the problem they think you create. Whereas if you're a traditional feminist, like a woman's refuge is quite an important project for you to set up and so there's a really natural very intense conflict there because both sides perceive themselves to be the victims of oppression. Both sides sort of think I'm you know punching up and I'm fighting against either the patriarchy or um, the gender binary and so it's it's really hard for them to find a compromise or common ground. Mm.
0: What about the trans critique? What do trans people think of what Judith Butler has to say? So
1: there are so there are lots of everyone argues with Butler, um, and one of them comes from trans people who say that her theory just doesn't describe their own experience. And so, some people, some people, some people in the trans community do agree with Butler, but often they say there's uh, instead of feeling that society has kind of fabricated an identity and has pushed it on them, that instead they feel a very intense. What's called dysphoria a mm. discomfort of their body and an idea that it doesn't match who they really are and so Butler would say this like none of this is real it doesn't exist it's just a social construct it's like saying the cars are red but yeah it's it's separate from how they feel deep inside
0: what are Judith Butler's philosophies sort of based on where does this come from
1: so this is influenced by this this very famous kind of insane genius of 20th century philosophy called Michel Foucault. And Foucault is interested. He's not so interested in trans people. He is interested, especially towards the end of his career in people we would now call intersex. He describes them as hermaphrodites. And so, you know, and this is just people who are born with what they call ambiguous genitalia. I'm not sure how much detail you want me to go into there, but it's hard to sort of say you're definitely a woman or you're definitely a man just Mm. because. And so, Foucault comes up with this idea that Butler absorbs that what happens in modern societies, kind of scientific bureaucratic societies, is that the scientific disciplines say no, no, you can't be in an in-between state. You have to fit into one of these scientific classifications. And so if you have these ambiguous genitalia, we're going to perform surgery on you, and if you have sort of, you don't feel like you identify with one of these, we're going to commit you into a psychiatric institution. And then again, science will step back and say, ah, look how accurately our classifications describe the world. Mm. To disagree with them is to disagree with reason itself. So, you know, again... But science moves on. Well, well. But so Butler and Foucault could always say, but does it? Science is always pulling this trick. It's always imposing its visions on society and then pretending that it is neutral and objective. And like it's what that means is that you can never disprove any of their ideas. So it's a very clever way of coming up with a way of saying no evidence can ever persuade me.
0: Why so much interest in other people's genitalia?
1: I don't know. I mean, humans are quite interested in sex, Um, so I I think it's, and it is this. Once someone like Butler calls attention to it, it's both mysterious. Like it's not clear why we do cohere to these gender identities, and Butler has always said they, they never had the sense that they belonged to a gender, and. I think that's maybe not common, but I think it's something that happens to some people, whereas, you know, I've al- always felt comfortable with, you know, my intense masculinity. Um, intense and, masculinity, yeah, yeah, Daniel. Uh,
0: um, is it... Is it a way of, I suppose, taking their experience and, to some extent, assuming that this is a universal one?
1: I think it is, but... and one of the things you've got to give Butler credit for is that more people more and more people are saying actually I'm you know, that's me as well and so an analogy that trans activists often use is um, there used to be a stigma against people being left handed and as soon as that stigma was kind of taken away, lots and lots of people said Actu- actually I am left handed and so more and more children are kind of identifying as trans or non-binary mm. that's the theory that this is something that is is happening in our society now that mm. Butler has kind of given everybody permission to do it.
0: Mm. How much does um, the the gender binary yep. hark back to things like the Victorians?
1: Um, most, so most societies have gender binaries. Not mm-hmm. all of them do. Um, Some and
0: societies have more than one. Though. They do, That's yeah. That's quite well embedded too. It is, yeah. More than two, rather.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, because I, I looked this up, and I think it's about like 90% say there is a gender binary. And one of the arguments is that when you're... In a pre-modern society, when you know um, you're having to work out in the fields all day, and um, you don't have hormonal contraception, it's much easier to say there are these two binaries because you know the sexual division of labour becomes a lot more apparent. So that's one of the theories of behind Butler is that now that now that we're not kind of having these gender roles imposed on us just by our material reality, people are liberating themselves from them and saying, actually, I don't want to perform these roles. I want to find my own roles. I want to find different ways of of being who I am.
0: Mm. So how much has Butler's philosophy not necessarily changed but certainly developed over their career?
1: I think Butler has come around to the idea that lots of people are quite comfortable with their gender, um, which is definitely not the idea that you get in the early books. Um, Yeah, so, and it means that a lot of the, some of the projects, if, if you accept that, some of the projects in, their form of activism kind of become less important. If most people, if humans are a sexually dimorphic species, and most people kind of slot into these categories, then getting rid of all the women's refuges seems like a less important project because most people like like it's a system that's going to work for most people.
0: Mm. Interesting stuff. Thank you very much for your time, Donald McLaughlin. There speaking about Judith Butler.